For the KBIA Health and Wealth Desk, I'm Sebastian Martinez Valdivia. COVID-19 vaccine education and outreach are hard enough without a language barrier. But for Missouri's Spanish-speaking immigrant communities, these efforts are critical. That's because many work in high-risk environments, like meat and poultry processing plants, in rural parts of the state where access to health care is already limited. Dr. Kathleen Page is a professor at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, who co-founded Centro Sol in Baltimore. The center aims to increase education and access to care for Latinx immigrants in the area, and its workload has increased since the start of the pandemic. Um, so the things that, you know, early on um, when, when March or came along, the first thing we did was set up a hotline with uh, our community partners that was in Spanish because everyone at that time was getting direction to stay home if you were sick, call your doctor, and then they would give you direction. And we knew that so many um, low-income immigrants uh, didn't have a doctor, and, and the lines that were being set up were not in Spanish, so it was hard for them to get any care. Then after that, um, just to expand a little bit more the access, we set up um, community testing sites in one of the um, back of a Catholic church that's, that has a large Latino congregation. And so we've been doing these community testing um, events since June, um, and, and they are actually, you know, they've been, I think they have really helped expand access to testing. I mean, uh, at this point, I think we've tested over 3,000 Latino immigrants. Um, the positivity rate has been really high, <laughs> really, I mean, even when we started was when the first wave was coming down, so we thought we wouldn't see a lot of COVID, and it's pretty consistently, uh, we've seen a 30% positivity rate among Latino immigrants, and much, much lower for everyone else. When you're doing outreach and education in the communities you work with, how important is trust? I think that's the number one thing, the most important thing. I think part of the reason we were able to uh, step into this space is because we had, through Centro Sol and other work, um, had, had really worked with immigrant communities for a long time. And, and as you probably know, you know, trust is, is hard to get. It takes a little bit of time and presence. Um, it's easy to lose also. So... I think we, we all have to treat it with uh, a lot of respect. Um, but I do think um, that the messaging coming from people, especially from the community, is just critical. Some of them are leaders in the community, um, you know, people who have Facebook Live shows and other ways that they can uh, disseminate information or, or, be, or influence opinion, et cetera. But, but some, many people are just people who are volunteering, frankly. I mean, it's, it's actually sort of astounding to me uh, um, that because we started all of this with like on on a shoestring, it was based on a volunteer effort of both clinicians, but also people from the community who you know we all know how much they were being affected, um, who also stepped up to to help out with it. So I think that's that's going to be critical for vaccine rollout and and to address both access and also a lot of hesitancy and questions that people have. And moving into vaccinations, what do you foresee being the biggest challenges getting this vulnerable community vaccinated? There's two different pieces. One of them is access, and then the other one is, is addressing hesitancy. The first thing to do is to make sure people have access. Like in any other community, Latino immigrants are not monolithic in their thinking. And of course, there are some people who are you know, suspicious, have hesitancy about the vaccine, but there are others who, who really want the vaccine. And so you know, let's make sure that those who really want the vaccine can get it and they don't have to jump through 20,000 hoops to get it. Um, and, you know, recognizing some of the barriers that may be unique to, to, to these types of communities, 
whether it's transportation, digital literacy, uh, language, you know, making sure people can ma- make it easy. Go to where they are, uh, make it walk up. You know, if, you, if you're going to ask people to register, make, have hotlines that people can call in so, so they don't have a computer, they can do all. So all of these things are the first steps. The, the reason I, I, I think that's so important is because those people who are eager to get vaccinated can then tell their friends. The messenger matters, right? So if, if the people who who have gotten a vaccine and can talk about it are people from the community, they're much more likely to be able to engage those who are a little bit hesitant, who you know are, are waiting to hear what their friends or families have done. So that's the next step. That was Dr. Kathleen Page, a professor at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine and co-founder of Centro Sol in Baltimore. For the KBIA Health and Wealth Desk, I'm Sebastian Martinez Valdivia.